from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Credit unions across the country work to build better communities. Sharing stories of support is a critical component of Advancing Communities, an initiative launched by America's credit unions. It's also important to share these stories with lawmakers to help them understand the vital roles credit unions fulfill in their communities. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, I speak with Illinois State Senator David Kaler. As a credit union board member for more than 20 years, Kaler is uniquely positioned to understand the credit union difference. He says his board service provided him with a learning experience he carried with him as a legislator. Kaler encourages credit unions to forge relationships with lawmakers. He also outlines key information and resources that credit unions should share with legislators in order to advocate effectively. Senator Kaler, I'd like to start by asking you to talk about your experience with credit unions and the Advancing Communities Initiative as a state legislator. Thank you, Casey. I've been involved with our local credit union for more than 20 years as a volunteer board member. I've been a member long before that, but credit unions have just been part of who I am and how I do business. Serving on the board of our local credit union really gave me a lot of insight just in terms of how financial institutions work. And I talk about the regulation that comes out of Washington. I I thought hospitals and and medical facilities were regulated pretty heavily, but so are credit unions and so are financial institutions. So it was a real learning experience for me and one that I took over with me when I became a legislator. Senator, could you also just tell me a little bit about your background and how and why you decided to run for office in Illinois? Well, my background is that uh, I grew up in South Dakota, actually. I'm not native uh, from Illinois. When I got through attending college, I went to a seminary in in Ohio. I was recruited to uh, work for the uh, National Farm Worker Ministry as I was getting my degree. Once I got my degree and was ordained uh, as a minister with the United Church of Christ, I went to work for uh, Cesar Chavez and the United Farm Workers Union. So I spent six years really working coast to coast, trying to help farm workers with a lot of the issues that they face day in and day out. From that, I uh, met my wife during that process. We uh, moved uh, from California to uh, Peoria in 1978. And we said, you know, this is a good town. We can be here for a few years and then see what happens. And lo and behold, we're still here. And it's a great community. Uh, Peoria is just a wonderful place to live. We've raised our family. We now have grandchildren here. Worked uh, before I got in the legislature as the director of the Peoria Area Labor Management Council, which we worked with unions and companies uh, trying to foster better relationships and to work on uh, strategies that helped both labor and management get along and to create stability within the businesses. That was kind of just a a natural for me then to go into the political arena. I, I served on the county board and on the city council here. So I had already been involved locally in politics. And when the uh, sitting senator in my district decided not to run again, He asked if I would be interested, and I said yes, and the rest is history. Yeah, and you mentioned that you have some board experience at a credit union. How did that board service shape your views as a lawmaker? 
Well, what was very helpful as a board member of a credit union is that uh, we had a lot of seminars and different courses that I could take on things that you know were, were not part of my background. I mean, my my degree is actually in theology, and so financial institutions were, were was something that was new and different to me. But through the seminars, through the uh, different experiences, the conferences, and things, I really learned a lot about you know how financial institutions work and some of the risks that uh, we have to always be uh, constantly on the lookout for, and just how services to members needed to take place. I was always extremely impressed with how well-functioning our credit union was and how the members became the focus of everything, you know, member service, you know, member satisfaction, you know, are we serving the members right? And I think that's such an important aspect of how credit unions work. And that does translate into being a legislator because instead of members, you take in place the word constituents. It's the same responsibility. How do my constituents feel? Are we servicing them? Are they getting what they need? So that experience is very similar. Yeah, and obviously advocacy is a really important part of the credit union movement. So I'd like to know how important it is, in your opinion, for credit unions to really build key relationships with legislators. Building a relationship with a legislator is very important for credit unions. And there's an easy way to do that because credit unions are part of the constituency that a legislator relates to. You know, credit unions are local communities gathering together to provide financial services for each other. And so when you just take and extend that to the fact that you are also a constituent, you need to make sure that legislators understand how important it is for credit unions to thrive in our communities. Because, you know, I love the phrase that we use here locally, and that is, borrowers helping savers and savers helping borrowers. I mean, it's, it's neighbors helping neighbors. Uh, we own the credit union. We are the folks that uh, that control that. And, you know, it's been easy for me because I've had that credit union experience. But uh, for others who have not, what we do is uh, there's, there's several of us that have been board members on credit unions. We work with others to say, hey, this is what it's all about. And I think it makes a big impact. Again, whether it's a member or whether it's a constituent, that's, that's really the same role a credit union plays as a legislator plays. Yeah. And I imagine you have so much wonderful experience talking to credit union advocates about a variety of different issues. And, and there are so many and have been so many over the years that credit unions have really been concerned with related to the communities that they serve. So what do lawmakers really need to know to be effective advocates for credit unions, when credit unions ask them to support legislation, what kinds of information or resources are helpful to you? Well, I think it's important, first of all, if a, if a legislator uh, just does not have a experience or knowledge about a credit union, for people to be able to explain the structure and how a credit union works. You know, if they're from a big city and there's not a lot of credit unions there or whatever, they may associate financial institutions only with banks. Credit unions are a financial institution that is very differently structured and serves a very different purpose. And so I think the legislator needs to know how that credit union functions in terms of delivering financial services to members of the community. That's probably a first important uh, education for a legislator is to know the difference between a bank and a credit union. And that's an easy one to explain. And the best way to explain it is to have constituent of that legislator's district say, hey, I'm a credit union member, and here's how we work, and this is why this is important to us. I think it's really interesting that you and some of your colleagues have 
this joint experience with credit unions serving as credit union board members and as legislators, because we sometimes see the same thing within the credit union movement where we see credit union leaders who become interested in public service as a result of some of the advocacy work that they've done on behalf of credit unions. What advice would you give to a credit union leader who wants to pursue serving in public office? Well, I think that that's a natural connection. That's a natural extension. If you are used to uh, being concerned about credit union members and how they're feeling about their credit union, what improvements you can make uh, to deliver better services, that's really the same thing that you have in public service. Just replace the word constituent with member and it's the same thing. So I would encourage uh, people to take that knowledge, to take that, I think that desire to serve people and really a kind of a family-oriented way. I mean, this is what credit unions are about. It's about, about buying your first house. It's about buying that car because your family is growing. Or it's about getting that student loan so you, your child can have a, a better education. This is the, you know, the stuff that, that credit unions are, are made of and that they do very well. And this is what anybody in public service has to understand is that we're really about helping people fulfill their lives. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. And so how do you do that within the context of now maybe a larger scope of policy decisions, but it's still all about how does it affect the families and the people that I represent? I would love to know if you have any specific examples that stand out of legislation that has successfully passed that you've worked on with credit union advocates. Are there any examples that stand out to you? Yeah. And in fact, you know, what we see a lot of times is that the community bankers and the credit unions have a lot of the same interests. And so I know there's been a very good relationship here in Illinois with the community bankers and then the credit union league. One that just stands out is uh, there was an issue of when cars uh, were impounded, they were sent to a, a lot by a tow truck and people didn't know they were there. And so all of a sudden, these fees started adding up. And lo and behold, the credit unions and the community banks were on the hook for all these expenses. And sometimes if the car wasn't worth what the expense of keeping it in storage, they'd just say, eh, we don't need it. You know, and then the credit union was on the hook. And as we all know, any kind of a loss is a loss to all the members. So, so you try to protect that. We had to take a couple shots at this, but we were able to get that legislation passed so that there was a very clear structured process as to how salvage yards and, and tow truck operators are supposed to notify the credit unions that they did, in fact, have a car that had a lien on it so that uh, there was no surprises at the end. And we, we did that very successfully. Do you have any other words of wisdom for those advocating on behalf of credit unions as they're communicating with lawmakers? I would just encourage everybody to find out, number one, first of all, who their senator or representative is. You know, they all live in communities that they have representatives wherever your state capital is. Get to know who they are. Visit them with our new pandemic uh, regime of uh, doing Zoom calls, you can always get together a group of folks and say, Senator Representative, can we have a Zoom call with you? We have a few members that would like to talk to you about some issues. But I think that the more you can have these face-to-face -face conversations, uh, even Zoom-to-Zoom -Zoom conversations, it's important because it's when you get to know people as individuals and to know that they care about their community, that they care about how government operates, that they care about being represented you know, in the legislature whatever their needs might be. And of course, their needs are going to be credit union, but there's going to be a lot more than that. I mean, we've got education, we've got different issues that we deal with. But I think that 
that relationship building is probably the key element in anybody being successful, either as a politician or as a constituent. And finally, Senator Kaler, any other message for credit unions? Just, you know, continue to do what you do because that's really, as I see it, the backbone of our communities. Families depend upon financial institutions like credit unions just to really help them fulfill their lives. And uh, I mentioned, you know, whether it's getting a mortgage, whether it's uh, buying a car, whether it's getting an educational loan, whether it's saving for college or saving for the vacation or just trying to save for retirement. What we do with credit unions really becomes an extension of our lives and it helps to fulfill really what our wants and desires are. And uh, when you can do that in a way that you're doing business with your neighbors and your friends and, and people that care about you, that makes a big difference. I just am a total believer in the whole philosophy and concept of credit unions. I'm a credit union member for life. You know, I think that's the way credit union members feel. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.